Welcome to NFTs Suck, if you don't understand them. Hello, friends. I'm your host, Sebastian Rusk, and this podcast is dedicated to helping you better understand the who, the what, the why, and the where of this brand new world of non-fungible tokens. Let's dive in. What's happening, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to this episode of NFTs Suck. Our goal on the show here is to help people better understand what's going on with this whole world of Web3, the blockchain, the metaverse. It's a lot, and it's a lot for most, and most people don't even understand what's going on. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to do something about this because, number one, I want to educate myself. Number two, people need to know. And my guest this week is here to talk to us about um, probably one of the biggest metaverse land projects to launch to date, which is from Yuga Labs, which is behind the board Ape Yacht Club. It was called The Other Side. There was a bunch of scrutiny about the whole launch and how it went, etc. Well, this individual had the opportunity to purchase um, uh, one of these. I think it's a piece of land. I don't really know. We're going to figure it all out right now, but help me welcome to the show, uh, Justin Gamroth. What's up, brother? Hey, how's it going, Sebastian? Great to be here. Great to be here. It's great to have you here, man. So, so before we get into whole the metaverse thingy, um, let, let's help our listeners better understand a little bit about you and how you got into doing what you're currently doing right now with uh, with the blockchain. Sure, sure. Just a, a brief kind of breakdown of how I got here. Um, I was a, a technician, an electronics technician for uh, about 20 years of my life. I'm 42 years old. I uh, served four years in the military. And I've just worked and, and taken care of my family, been, been a blue-collar worker my whole life. I've, I've worked hard, provided my, for my family. My kids are homeschooled. So we, uh, I got into crypto about four years ago when I, when I was working for banks and financial institutions doing their electronic security. I learned about XRP. I went ham into that. I got into all the blue chips. And then when corona hit, I really I, I went in heavy. I had known enough at that point to know that Ethereum coming from over a thousand dollars and all these these coins coming from their highest highs down to their lowest lows. It was time to get in, and I did. I aped in with everything I had, uh, made a decent amount of money, but it wasn't a whole lot. And then um, my buddy John, he's on here listening with Mad DeFi. He got me into Shibu Inu, and uh, we did that last February. Um, I put in about five hundred dollars, and it turned into like five hundred grand. So I, um, you know, I took that money, I Holy reinvested shit. it. Wow. Yeah. 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 It was pretty nuts. That is. But, but yeah, so I reinvested it and I, uh, I, 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 inv- I went into the metaverse ham and I, I put all my, my stuff into the metaverse. I bought all these premium lands up in the sandbox, Decentraland, big time game and all these other uh, metaverses with the intention of building my own project. And that's what I did. Uh, lands of the meta. Our, our project is the gateway to the metaverse. We offer exclusive uh, access to concerts, events, and play-to-earn rewards across all metaverse platforms. And and big uh, that that um, board ape yacht club was what you can't be the the gateway to the metaverse and not have the the key to the most exclusive one out there. So that had to be done. <laughs> That's why we were so dead set on getting it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So well, this all happened fairly quickly, then, huh? It, it it did it did I mean um, up until uh, about a year or so ago I had only made you know a, a little bit of money but then once I had taken what I made and and made that that flip because it was it was safe moon I, ma- I made a bunch of really big moves and I did very well in pretty much all of them and um, yeah that that was about a year ago so in the last year my life has changed I, I quit I quit my my normal job. 
uh, because I lost $40,000 going to work one day. And then I was like, well, I can't do this anymore. So I was like, I stopped, I stopped working and I started just trading. I do a little bit of leverage trading. Um, I, I invest in the blue chips. I, you know, I, I do a pretty good job of following the charts and, and, you know, converting at the top and getting back in at the bottom of these market cycles. And I've really just done a, a pretty decent job navigating crypto as a whole. And uh, the metaverse is where my heart lies. I've always been a gamer. I gave up gaming four years ago when I learned about crypto. I decided instead of going back to my hotel room every day after working uh, in the banks and going back to play World of Warcraft, that my time would be better spent researching cryptocurrency. So I started doing that. And then when the metaverse came, it was like the best of both worlds, you know? So now I'm, now I'm, I'm just heavy into this. I'm, I'm a sandbox certified game developer. I've built an amazing social hub on their platform that, uh, that is going to be the first phase of our release of our, our, our project that we're working on and uh, just doing all kinds of fun stuff and really living the dream. It sounds like it. My goodness. So if somebody, okay, so I've had I get a lot of these questions a lot, especially with the show. Sebastian, how do I get involved in the metaverse? And I'm like, well, that's a loaded question, but I've got one that's like, hey, how do we buy land? Like, where do you get started? Where's this whole, like, I got money to spend. I don't know where to go. And I'm like, I don't know where to tell you to go. So how do you, how do you handle somebody like that? What's that conversation look like? First, you got to find out what metaverse is, is going to suit you because they're all different. You know, you've got the sandbox, which which works off of voxel art, and it, it people call it a Minecraft feel, but it's not really Minecraft because Minecraft is sixty four bit. The graphics aren't very good. Uh, sandbox is ten eighty pixel. The graphics are beautiful. It's just voxel art. It's just the style of art they use. So it's they did that to make it more playable. I like the platform. I believe that a lot of uh, features are going to be going to you're going to be able to integrate a lot of this web three stuff sooner on their platform but then you've got tcg world that uh, also they're they've got kind of like a i don't know like a fallout kind of grand theft auto kind of vibe to it and uh it's it you can build on that platform and create cities and worlds and all kinds of experiences over there it really just depends what you're looking for you've got big time game which is kind of like world of warcraft style you know and and they that's like a guild based metaverse and then um, you've got the Infiniverse on uh, on the um, on the uh, the Oculus that you can go into, and it's you've got huge buildings and cities that you can throw parties in and stuff. I mean, it just really depends what you're looking for. Are you looking for a social experience, or you're looking for a gaming experience? Because the Metaverse is going to be for everybody. It's not just for gamers. It's it's the Web 3.0. It's literally where people are going to go to do commerce and social media interactions and everything that we do on the internet today is going to take place on the web 3.0 of tomorrow. Right. So how do brands adapt to all this? What does this look like for businesses and brands? What does it look like for, you know, podcasters? Do I open a podcast studio in the metaverse and rent the studio out with goggles and headphones and a microphone? How, (laughs) How does this all work? So for a podcaster, you'd have to get a little bit more creative, but I've helped, I've helped quite a few people, uh, integrate their businesses into the metaverse. I, I have a friend that is running a, uh, a, weed, a weed shop, a marijuana shop in a legal state that, you, that you're able to, to, to do it um, w- w- you know, legally. And, That's um, a good friend to they, have. <laughs> yeah, a really good friend to have. <laughs> and they've created uh, their own, um, their own, they're creating their own shop within the, uh, within the sandbox. I have another friend that I'm helping to create a tattoo parlor where uh, people will be able to go into a virtual tattoo parlor and uh, and and put put on uh, you know do some pretty cool stuff with that. So like I, I don't want to give away too many ideas here, you know what I mean? But just just kind of going 
you, you just kind of have to use your imagination. But what it is is, so it's not just going into the metaverse, it's tying it into the real world. So say you go into a store, if, you know, if you, it would be easy if you sell products because you can create this virtual store in the metaverse where your avatar can come in and they can buy this, this virtual uh, digital uh, piece of equipment, whether it be a hat, glasses, shoes, clothes, whatever for your avatar, but then you get a pair in real life as well for your for, for you. And and that's where the web 3.0 really comes in, tying the real world and the metaverse in together with, with each other. You know, that's where I see this this really going going big. Yeah, I was on a But as a podcaster, that would be that would be difficult. I'm trying to think of how you could really integrate that. Well, keep thinking and let me know because um I think they'll I think there's something there. I definitely have my NFT project in mind and I've got our initial concepts mapped out for what what I'm going to do and you know it'll be an effort to bring all podcasters together even the ones we don't do business with. So, I do I do know I have that figured out. The metaverse, I don't know. I just know that I should be, I should be buying land in the metaverse. I don't know where to buy it. I don't know how much it is. Um it, who am I living I, next door to? You know, all that yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. All that stuff comes into consideration. Really, if I was, you know, when people ask me, I say, look at look at Sandbox. You know, I'm not a financial advisor. I don't claim to be an expert, but I've done enough research to know that Sandbox is is geared to be rolling out their their features um, in a in a manner to where you're able to to use all this stuff for 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 the way it was designed. Whereas all these other metaverses, they have their their alphas rolling out and they're their worlds look beautiful, but I don't see them being able to to be able to do what they what you need them to do to be able to integrate your business and all that into them uh, bef- before the sandbox. Well, that's why you know I kind of started building on that one first. So that's where I always tell people to look first. It, you can really do a lot on that platform. It's it's going to be playable. Um, it's going to be you're, you're going to be able to mint your um, your experiences to your land very soon. I think sooner than any other metaverses. So. I would I would look towards that one, but again, uh, Decentraland's not bad as well. You know, if you're just if you're looking to build like a gallery, or maybe like I was thinking with a podcast, you got my wheels turning here. Maybe have like a place where like where podcasters can come and and meet up, like a, a podcast hangout. You know, a, a networking kind of event place inside the metaverse. There's all kinds of stuff you can do like that, but that would be I think best suited on Decentraland. You know, what? so it really just depends on what you're trying to build. I would think that we would go to your buddy's weed shop, pick up some weed, and head over to Snoop Dogg's house to do some podcasting. That sounds like a pretty good game plan. That sounds like a blast, man. Count me in. All right, so <laughs> so I'm I'm on OpenSea right now, and I just typed in the sandbox, and I'm to the sandbox page here, and uh, it says for 1.6 ETH, which is about $3,100 right now, I can buy myself a parcel of land. It says minus five. I guess that's the that's the the um, coordinates minus five comma one seventy seven, whatever that means on here. So yes, would, would would this piece of land do anything? Like I hear things like, I mean, you hear, uh, you know, our our uh, our good friend Ryan Stuman talk a lot about buying the land in the universe and uh, universe in the metaverse, and now he's getting rent checks. He bought the land not knowing what to do uh, because a friend told him to, and now he's getting rent checks for that land. Is that how this works too? It is. It is. I mean, you can use your land for whatever you want. You can use it yourself and develop and build on it yourself is what it's what I bought my land for. But then as an investor, you can purchase lands and then lease them out to builders and creators. You can stick a billboard on it and advertise for the lands next to you. So there's really so much potential to, to, to um, you know, uh, monetize the experiences. And, and that's another reason why I go back to sandboxes, because the way that they're designed, 
they have an NFT system. There's two platforms they use. One is called the Vox, Edel, the Vox Edit Creator. That's where you make the NFT pieces that go into the game that you build the game with. And the other is the, uh, the, 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 the game maker. That's where you create the world. And um, I like them because you can go on there and you can build these NFTs on their, on their platform. And then soon in another month or two, you'll be able to sell them. You can, you can just create NFTs and sell them. You can, you can create NFTs that unlock different kinds of access to your lands. And I mean, the, the possibilities are just really endless. And when you were getting back to looking at that land, the floor is about 1.5, 1.6 ETH on, on sandbox land right now, which is great. I would definitely, definitely be picking some up at that price if, if I needed anymore. <laughs> yeah. So, but, the, um, you know, the, the, I mean, it's, buying, it's, <coughs> buying it's the easy part. What you're going to do with it next, I think, would be the big, with a million dollar question. I mean, how do you, yes. you know, how do you, how do you, I, I would like to identify opportunities that, and I'm getting, I'm starting to discover projects that actually pay me for being, you know, for, for owning the NFT, you know, et cetera. So, this whole land move is my next, that's my, that's my next move, <laughs> pun intended here. I just want to know that I'm buying, I don't know, I'm necessarily the, in, the, in the right place, but then what am I going to do with it after? Yeah, and it's all, you know, right now it it really is all speculative. We're just kind of hoping that these these projects are going to deliver on the roadmap that they put out in front of us. And so far, um all of them have done a really good job. All of the major ones, TCG World, Big Time Games, Sandbox, I uh, I feel like they've all done a great job really pushing everything out and and getting it out in a timely manner, you know. So I feel like we're, we're, we're on the verge of, uh, you know, within the next, I, I think Grayscale said within the next two to five years, we're looking at a multi-trillion dollar business in the metaverse. So, I mean, that's, that's a lot of money. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just, I had a guy, I had a, uh, brand on the show a couple weeks ago they do advertising in the metaverse and if you own the NFT, you, uh, you get a piece of the advertising action. I thought that was kind of cool. Nice, nice, very cool, very cool. Yeah, we're we're uh, we're releasing our NFTs on June eighth, and these NFTs will give you access to all of our metaverses. The first one, again, will be the sandbox because that's the one we're rolling out first. But uh, you'll get matching avatars that you'll be able to play in the game. I mean, it's going to be really cool. We, we've been working really hard on that, so super excited about it. Amazing. No, that that's uh, th- that's really exciting. So I still can't get over the five hundred bucks into five hundred grand. That's just outstanding. Um, so, did someone tell you to do that? Is that how you yeah. discovered it? Yeah, he's on here right now. My buddy John. Uh, he put in five thousand and made eight million. Held longer than me too. So <laughs> he got in. He got in with more and held longer. But uh, yeah, he he did he did amazing. You know, we're we're both just blue collar normal guys. And uh, he he had done his research and 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 found out and he he meditates and 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 uh he told me that he downloaded the information i mean i believe him you know what i mean for a while i thought he was a a little crazy but man i'm telling you he's proven me wrong so many times i don't doubt him anymore (laughs) yeah but yeah i would like to be friends with him too um yeah so yeah that's 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 fantastic uh are you uh are you guys going to uh consensus coindesk consensus in, in austin next month no, no, no. I've, I barely, I, you know, I got my wife and three kids and I'm, I'm working nonstop. So even million dollar mastermind. And then we've got another one in July. We're going up to Vancouver, uh, for another event that we're doing up there, uh, crypto event. And, you know, that's about all I can get away with for a summer without getting in trouble with my wife. <laughs> Attaboy. You're a smart man. You're, you're a smart man. So what does this all mean for the blockchain? Because I know the world's moving to the blockchain, and we constantly hear that over and over again. Everything's moving to the blockchain, but nobody knows what the hell that means. Like, so being a blockchain well, architect, what does that mean? It means like if if crypto is the next evolution of finance, then then the metaverse is the next evolution of the internet. 
You know, that's where everything everything is moving to being to being account accounted for on the blockchain. That's all the blockchain does is records everything, records everything, and keep keeps it accountable. And and that's why I think that uh, it's just a more efficient way of running things. So eventually, everything is going to migrate to the blockchain. Um, it's just a matter of when. You know, you've got the biggest industries, governments, and institutions in the world that are getting behind it as we speak. That's why I don't wonder and worry, is crypto going to crash? No, look who's using it. Don't look at what they say. Look at what they do. <laughs> you know sure. what I mean? That's a, always say that. The biggest banks in the world have been hating on crypto forever while they're gobbling it up behind the scenes. You know? Sure, 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 <laughs> sure, sure. So, um, wow, man. So this is exciting. So you, I mean, I hate to say, so what's next? I mean, you guys got to be your hands in the fire right now. So I'm, I'm excited to, to get you to get to know you more. I'm glad we finally got a chance to connect here on the show, but I'm very yeah. curious as to, you know, what you guys got going on and what I can do to support it, uh, from, uh, from, from a podcast uh, point of view, I'd be more than happy, uh, to do that. Um, because really that's what this whole thing's all about is, you know, building a community and building meaningful things that really do something and make an impact. Right. Yeah, yeah, and I appreciate it. Like I said, we launched our own project. I had I had this vision a year ago uh, when I purchased all these lands to 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 purchase these lands and build these amazing experiences on it. I purchased, you know, I, I think we talked about this before. I purchased three of Snoop Dogg's avatars, over a hundred of his tracks, and I did that for the sole purpose of owning the copyrights to that stuff, so I can host concerts on my lands with all of that material that I now own the copyrights to. So I, I think I have well over probably five hundred thousand dollars invested into the metaverse right now. And um, I, I did this with, with the intention of building this amazing project. The history, real brief history, is I couldn't find a developer a year ago when I started. So I moved to another project that already had a developer and a team behind it. Um, I, 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 they seemed like they knew what they were doing, had a decent reputation. Needless to say, they didn't fill their pre-sale. So once that happened, the owner walked away from the project with the rest of the marketing money. And here I am, the game developer that built this game. And that's all I was, was a hired game developer. And I said, you know what? I'm going to take responsibility for this. And I'm going to, everybody that got screwed on this project, I'm going to start my own project now that I have a developer because the developer stuck with me. Um, and, and we launched our own project, Lands of the Meta. I, I gave everybody that got screwed on the old project, I gave them lands tokens uh, from, from my project. And we were successful. We went from a hundred thousand dollar market cap to a million dollar market cap in twenty four hours, and everybody sold. You know, those these guys they got screwed on the first project. They've been holding forever. I just I thought that that doing a good deed they returned the favor, but they didn't. You know, it's crypto. You live and learn. And now we've uh, we've recovered. We we we're launching this NFT set. We've put so much work into it. We have a thousand NFTs that we're going to launch on June eighth. Our private mint starts on the twenty seventh, and um, and these NFTs are going to fuel. The uh, the marketing and everything that we need for lands of the meta be, to be to be discovered and taken to the levels it deserves. So yeah, we're really excited about this. We've been working on it nonstop for over a year, and I'm, I'm not going to stop. I've been through so many hurdles and so many so many uh, different different trials that I've had to go through to get here that there's really nothing that can stop me anymore. I've I've been through the worst that you could throw at me and and walk through it like nothing. So I I know we're going to get there. <laughs> It just working one day at a time to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Let's talk about the NFT stuff. So what, how much is it to mint one? What's it going to do? What's the utility? Why does somebody want to buy one, et cetera, et cetera? 
Yeah, it, they're, they're, don't, they're only going to be $100 a piece. Uh, there's 1,000 NFTs. And what they do is, is they're going to give you – these are going to be the most exclusive NFTs we ever create. And they're going to give you NFTs and rewards across all of our metaverses. The first one is the Sandbox. And I already have our amazing uh, artist, Wonka. He's designing um, – he's, he's creating the avatars that are going to match one-to-one each one of these NFTs. You're going to get an actual playable avatar that you'll be able to bring into the Sandbox game with superpowers and abilities and all that stuff. Um, to be able to play in, in our first social hub. And then when we go to TCG World, we'll have NFTs dropped on that one. When we go to Big Time, we'll be dropping NFTs on that one as well. Um, every, every metaverse that we have, you will be rewarded with NFTs and exclusive access with this, with this original um, NFT drop that we're putting out. And they have more um, hidden, like super rare abilities. If you're one of the 50 to receive the one that says Lands of the Meta Hotel, uh, on the background, you'll see it as the environment then you get one of the hotel rooms in our social hub. We have this amazing social hub with an underground casino, art gallery, and dance club. And there's 50 hotel rooms in there. And you'll get one of these hotel rooms that will be your own personal hotel room. You'll have your NFT on the wall. You'll be the only one that'll be able to access it. Just really cool stuff that we're integrating into this and, uh, and trying to really bring the metaverse and, and, and these utilities to, uh, to, to the community. And I, I don't, I'm sure you know JJ. I purchased uh, six of his uh, spit bucket um, NFTs, and I bought those with the sole purpose of every time there's event, an event, we're going to give at least four of the tickets that we get, those, those lifetime tickets that we get for owning those NFTs. Uh, at least four of the six that we own are going to go to our Meta Alien Warrior holders. So just like I said, real world, real world utility, metaverse utility, just endless utility and value to our community. That is the mission of our project. I love it. I want one. So we'll have to get you back on the sh- on the show to talk about the launch and uh, even on the pre-mint and whatever buzz you guys got going on. I, we do a lot of that here on the show is launch awesome. day, launch day, pre-launch, uh, et cetera, which, you know, we both win because I get in on the project. You guys got some uh, on the d- day of coverage and content as well, too. So uh, let's definitely have a conversation offline about that, even though we only talk online. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, uh, but it's coming up, though. You said uh, June 8th. Is that correct? June 8th is the public, and, and our private mint starts on the 27th. We're going to have about 300 private mint slots that we're going to give out. And what we're doing is we're creating a VIP password ex- password protected website. This way, you can come in and mint on your own time. You don't have to deal with the gas wars like we did with Board Ape Yacht Club. You'll have a, a card that'll give you VIP access, or, or you'll get a, an email. Uh, that'll give you VIP access with the password and the link to the website, and you can go on, you can go in there and mint anytime between the twenty seventh and the eighth on your own time uh, without having to worry about you know paying ridiculous gas wars because everybody's trying to mint something at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm definitely I'm going to circle back with you as soon as we're done with the uh, w- with the interview here, so we can figure that out. Um, lastly, speaking of gas wars, um, the the other side project there was a lot of scrutiny that came out. I read a bunch of articles, uh, some from some Web three outlets that it was you know it it was an absolute disaster in some people's opinion. In some people's opinion, it went really well. What happened with the Yuga Labs, which is behind Board Apes and their Metaverse Land launch? I mean, it, it was a disaster. It, it, you know, we had to have that land. So we, I thought we were being overly cautious when we had almost $2,000 in gas in our wallet. And it wasn't enough. I mean, as soon as it launched, we were ready. We had, um, you know, again, thanks to my buddy, John, who's in here uh, listening, John Blonde. Um, he, he, he helped put this whole thing together. We, we, he organized the whole thing. We had the ApeCoin. Um, we had the wallets verified. We had everything we needed. And as soon as it launched, gas immediately was like $4,000 mm-hmm. 
to mint two of them. We were trying to mint two lands. But still, that's insane. That is just, I've never in my life seen gas that high. I would have never expected it to be that high. And, and immediately we were like, well, what do we do? And I'm like, well, you know, we really need this land. So I, I had some ETH laying on the side in a MetaMask, thank God, because if you had ETH on a, on, a, on a central exchange, a centralized exchange, there was no way you were getting it to your MetaMask because because of the ETH wars, the way that these centralized exchanges work is when whenever that happens and you try to send an ETH transaction through, they go for the lowest price. So they, they won't even try to send it through until like the next day. And that's the problem is people were trying to buy ETH on centralized exchanges and send it to their MetaMask and it just wasn't getting there in time. It was getting there like the next day or four or five hours later, too late. And it's because that that's the way it works. But luckily we had it sitting on the side. I sent it over and converted it and we got our two lands. We ended up paying $5,300 in gas fees for two lands. And that's on top of the, the $6,000 in ApeCoin that we had for the two lands as well, or per, uh, per land, per land. Yeah, it was, it was very expensive. <laughs> it sounds like it. Well, I'm glad that it went through. I mean, that's, it sounds pretty crazy to the average person even hearing that story, but I'm sure that, uh, you know, you guys wanted that land because you want to build stuff on top of it. Is that right? Yes. It, yeah. Like I said, we're, we're the gateway to the metaverse and we build experiences on all of these platforms. Um, I'm a sandbox certified game developer. I love building on, in the metaverse. I've, I've really got a passion for it. So we, we just had to have that land. We, we had to have that for our community. I felt like that would have been an epic fail if that launch would have happened and we didn't come out of the other side and without with the ability to say, hey, we secured this for our community. So that that, that was where we were at um, with, with that. Well, I love it. I love it. What's the name of the the NFT? The NFT is called Meta Alien Warriors. Love it. Sounds fantastic. I own a I'm a, a Meta Bounty Hunter. You're so. the one that got me into Meta Meta Bounty Hunters. That's yeah, I got a, two of them. <laughs> let's go. That let's go. Yeah, that's a uh, that's a uh, that's a great project. It really is. Every, I love it. Love every, it. Every Thursday's payday. I mean, I I only own one of them, so I get like fifty bucks every Thursday. But I mean, I grabbed two of them, and they're sexy as hell. They're just beautiful NFTs. I love them. They really, <laughs> they, they really are. They really are. So I'm excited to see what uh, what they're going to do with that project and develop it. So, well, dude, this is all awesome. Congrats on all the success you've had and everything you're working on. I look forward to digging in with you guys a little more to see how it can support you guys and get uh and get in the mix with um all you wealthy uh metaverse zillionaires <laughs> thanks so much sebastian it's been a great time man i really appreciate it thanks again justin come back soon will you i definitely will i definitely will have a great day you too brother bye thanks so much for tuning into this episode of nft suck I sure do appreciate it. And I hope you're leaving this episode with at least one or two things that you did not know about the world of NFTs before you hit play. If you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever you consume podcasts. This way you'll get notifications as new episodes become available. Until next time, friends.